Hi friends, welcome to Oracle Aura, a space to absorb information for your soul's vibration where we discuss all things metaphysical, holistic, and spiritual methods for self-development. I am so, so, so excited about this episode. (laughs) I invited Jordan onto the podcast because I saw her content on Instagram about Gene Keys and I was just so interested in gene keys something about her and the way that she spoke about this modality and this tool really stuck out to me and I'm so 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 glad that I listened to my intuition and shot her a message because wow gene keys just since the time that we recorded this episode have become an amazing tool in my life that I am so 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 grateful for And they really just gave me personally the clarity to align, if that makes sense, to really just align with my most authentic way of being. And we always have those answers within ourselves, right? We don't need something from the outside to give us that alignment, but it can be really amazing to just take advantage of these tools that are brought from spirit world to the physical world through different people through different modalities and for myself the gene keys have given me the clarity to allow ideas to just flow to me rather than actively seeking them out And that is a part of my personal chart. So maybe when you look at your chart, it'll be something completely different. But if you do want to look up your personal gene keys, you can always go to thegenekeys.com and look up your chart. It's kind of like an astrology chart, but it's way more specific. And it has, it's not based off of uh, the astrological signs. So It's way more specific than that, but we'll get into that in the episode. Anywho, our guest today is Jordan Cartarelli. She is a Gene Keys guide and Psych K facilitator. She blends these two modern healing modalities to affect deep transformation in the lives of her clients. She assists in realigning others with their highest selves by uncovering their soul's path in this lifetime and healing any subconscious blocks to getting there. I really, really enjoyed this conversation, and honestly, I got so much more out of the Gene Keys than I originally anticipated, and after this recording, I even ordered the Gene Keys book, and I've been studying them, so I really hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we'll dive right into it. Hi, Jordan. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, Jada. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I have been following you on Instagram for a little while, and I'm not going to lie. I really don't know that much about Gene Keys, but I find it super intriguing. (laughs) Amazing. I feel like um, you're not alone. A lot of people don't know a ton about the Gene Keys just because you know, I feel really that human design has taken off in terms of a modern kind of cosmic modality. And then, you know, the Gene Keys is sort of even newer. So I find it still very niche for most people. Cool. So I do know about human design a little bit. Obviously, I know about astrology. Um, So I know that with astrology, you know, So for anybody listening, all of these modalities and all of these tools use your birth time and location as a way to kind of map out parts of who you are. So whenever you're looking up your astrological chart, you're entering that information and you're seeing like where the planets were at that time. When you're looking up your human design, you're seeing, from my understanding, you're learning about your type of energy. Mm-hmm. And so what are gene keys? Yeah, good question. So so all of the modalities are definitely based on the planets. Um, the difference between them is the archetypes that they use. So like in astrology, there's 
12 archetypes that we know of as the signs and in the gene keys there's 64 so yeah that span the sky right so depending where the planets are what which of the 64 we call them gene keys that planet falls in that means something really specific for you and um yeah so the so the difference between really the gene keys and astrology or even human design is i find it's very much a personal experience i call the gene keys profile a portal to your soul so it really does depict a lot about like personality and and gifts and strengths and things like that but what's even more powerful about this system is that you can access the frequency spectrum so you can see sort of the lower frequency expression of really your genes um, and then on the flip side the higher frequency expression of them so within that you can really see wow you know a picture of you maybe at at your your lowest frequency expression or when you're kind of like at your worst or in your shadow it's called the shadow and really actually do something about that so unpack and learn more about your shadow and um, that's how you actually elevate your frequency through your gene keys profile so it's um I find it a little bit deeper in terms of healing I really call the gene keys a healing modality and I don't know if everybody would love me saying that or agree with that (laughs) (laughs) but it really is because it gives you the opportunity to learn more about yourself and actually heal um, what's keeping you dense instead of keeping you in alignment with your highest self. Awesome. So that makes sense what you're saying about kind of seeing the shadow side of parts of yourself and then seeing this like evolved high vibrational like side Mm -hmm. of the same coin. (laughs) Because to me, like I've been really into astrology for like 10 years now And for me, I've kind of realized that every single sign has these unevolved traits and these evolved traits, right? These lower vibrational, habitual, like automatic (laughs) traits. And then on the flip side, these like high vibrational, like, you know, conscious things. So um, how did the gene keys come into your life like this is such a (laughs) such like a niche modality did someone else introduce it to you or did you just have curiosity about it Mm -hmm. yeah good question it um they definitely found me I had studied human design prior to learning about the gene keys so they are very similar because if so for anyone listening who knows more about human design I'm sure there's There's lots of people out there, the 64 gates of your human design profile. So those like numbers that run on the opposite sides, those are based on the I Ching as well. So the Gene Keys actually takes 11 of those specific placements. And then that's where your profile is derived. So you, the Gene Keys is like a snapshot of those gates. Um, So I was studying human design formally with a teacher uh, named Chaitan Parkin, who's one of the original guys who uh, studied with Ra Aruhu, the founder of human design, like way back. Um, I think it was in the 80s, 90s that they were really um, spreading it throughout Europe mostly. And um, so I, I learned about human design and it had really changed my life learning that modality. And I thought I was going to be sharing that with other people. But there was just something sort of missing that I, I just felt there was something missing. Um, and that's sort of a longer story, but I knew that there was like little pieces that weren't there that I, I knew that I had to, to share as well. You can totally like, you can totally go into it. Like if you feel like you're like, you're like, Oh, that's a long story. Like it's okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I can. I can get yeah. a weird long story. Yes, that's totally fine. <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> and, okay. Oh, perfect, perfect. So, <laughs> yeah. So this was at a time I um, things were shifting really quickly in my life, and you know, some people might call it a, a spiritual awakening or a, a part on my path of an awakening where mm-hmm. you know there's layers that unfold, and this particular layer had a lot to do with my work and. Um, I had just left 
a corporate job. I worked in corporate finance for almost 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, I have that side of me, right, which is kind of funny, like a very logical side to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it's not my path and it, it's not why I'm here. So as it happens, when you're in misalignment like that for so long, you end up getting kind of pushed out yeah. of <laughs> In a, in a not so comfortable way, sometimes, you know, if you're stuck, like if you're staying stuck, you know, the universe is going to push you, and sometimes it's it's not so so comfortable. You're like, why me? <laughs> I was so comfortable, universe. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Everything was fine, but yeah. then you start to realize how not fine it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so I was transitioning out of that life, a whole different lifestyle than I live now. And um, eventually it just got so loud that I was like, I quit (laughs) without a plan B. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You were like, this isn't authentic anymore. I cannot ignore my inner voice anymore. I have to just take the first step and the universe will catch me. Totally. Exactly. And, um, you know, actually at this time I was having quite a few bit of physical symptoms of um it was not just like emotional and mental discomfort at this point I was like suffering from hormonal issues and burnout mm, and adrenal it definitely fatigue. manifests in the body for sure oh it's so crazy so crazy I'm still yeah 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 um and so I quit the corporate job and I was kind of dabbling uh, in some modalities that I felt you know was more what I needed to share and I knew at this point that my path was uh, in spirituality. It was actually, you know, meant to be sharing uh, spiritual wisdom with others. And um, it took a long time to be comfortable with that reality too. So I was just kind of dabbling and seeing like, what is it? Is it Reiki? Is it astrology? Is it human design? And really thought it was human design because of the impact that system had on me. Mm. And I was already like creating this framework for how I was going to launch this business and uh, Instagram platform. And then I just kept getting like a no, 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 no. And at this point, I was like in such a free fall in my life that I was just like, you know, like, screw it. I'm not going to I'm not going to stop following my intuition at this point. Like, why would I do that? Right. So I just yeah, I just kept going with my gut. And um, it was two summers ago, um, two springs, two springtimes ago, where I just kept hearing gene keys, gene keys, gene keys. And it's like, what's that? That's so interesting because it was spoken about in relation to human design. So I was like, oh, why haven't I not, have I not heard of this? And um, so I ordered the book, The Gene Keys. So there's a book by Richard Rudd. It's called The Gene Keys. It's like the, the Bible of the gene keys. Um, similar to human design has like the book uh, from Ra'aru who it would be the same like it's that text it's the main material and what is the book called it's called the gene keys oh that's easy yeah. to remember. <laughs> I think I actually went to the gene keys website is that yeah the same okay cool yeah 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 so that's the official gene keys website by um, Richard Rudd who is the founder of the gene keys system cool yeah and uh so I ordered this book and I I pulled my profile, which you can do as well for free um, using your birth information. And you can go to the genekeys.com, the website, and generate that profile. And from there, you'll see the 11 gene keys that are specific to you. So I read about the gene keys that were mine and I was just it was just like magical experience, you know, and like all, all cool. the stars aligned. Yeah. And like, just like full body chills and, you know, just reading the introduction of the book, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it, you know, because it blended all of those things that I just knew to be truth within myself. That was always kind of maybe missing from other systems in my perspective. Um mm. Yeah, because the gene keys really blends the the concept of epigenetics in as well. Um, so it really blends like science and spirituality into one, which I think is so beautiful. And uh, 
yeah, it's just, it's just this portal for elevating your frequency. Um, and so it just connected with me so deeply. And it was pretty soon after, you know, reading the book, like obsessively, like highlighting it a couple of times where I was like, you know what, I feel this is mine to share. Um, because I saw it as a healing modality again. Um, and I, and I knew, you know, pretty soon on that I, I, I maybe see the the system, of course, I teach it and speak of it in a traditional manner, but I do have this kind of um, perspective on the profile and the way that I share is like a little bit different, um, maybe than traditionally taught. And uh, I was able to just kind of recite, you know, this information back to people and look at profiles and, and really be able to distill it into like real simple terms. So I just kind of ran with it. And it's been amazing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Like hearing about you following your intuition that way is really inspiring. Because for me, when I'm in that kind of free fall state, there's this part of me that wants to just like grab onto the first thing that feels secure and run with that. It almost <laughs> seems like I waste more time that way, or in the past, I have wasted more time that way mm-hmm. by trying to just say, but no, 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 this is safe and I have this figured out. Like, but by you listening to your intuition and just letting that voice guide you, you ended up with this modality that felt even more like aligned with who you are totally yeah and uh, the funny thing about the free fall state is when you're making decisions that are really heart centered that you know are correct for you you really are given all the tools and resources you need at the right time but it can feel scary because sometimes it's at the last minute, you know, like at this point, you know, I had quit my job and I was like unemployed and um, getting married in like six months. And, um, you know, I was investing money in these programs and I didn't feel like any of them were right. So I was definitely in a place where I was like, Whoa, (laughs) you know, how is this going to turn around? Like when, when am I going to find my thing? And then, you know, it does, It, it just, it happens when, when it needs to. Yeah, it happens when it's supposed to happen for sure. So was there any one like, okay, let me start by saying I, I looked up my Gene Keys profile because I saw on your Instagram story. I was looking at your Instagram story this morning and you had posted <laughs> about um, like where people can find their Gene Keys and I looked it up and it just looks so confusing to me. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that's where, you know, people who know about gene keys come in, just like human design. Like if you look at your human design chart, you're like, what the heck is this? Oh, yeah. So where do you start? Like, is there anyone specifically that I mean, I see like IQ, vocation, life's work. Yeah. So um they it will look confusing it it's it's strange because for it's the same again with human design too and even astrology when you look at the actual charts they look very technical which is funny because they're very you know they're like cosmic um but they're also super technical so don't be put off by that i mean there's so really like as just like a little tutorial of the the profile there's the 11 bubbles they're called spheres okay yeah and inside them you'll see your 11 gene keys so your gene key will be the number before the decimal point so it'll say like 11.5 so the 11 would be your gene key and then the fifth that would be the line number following the decimal point I wouldn't get you know, if you're a beginner with the gene keys or human design, the line number is just like an additional flavor, but there's like so much depth and richness just in your initial gene key profile in general. So just start there with the 11. Um, what's really cool about the gene keys profile is that you can get like really specific about areas of life. So if you look, um, your so for example your life's work that's your sort of your lead gene key it's where the sun is when you were born so the rest of the gene keys profile revolves around your life's work 
if you're following oh. yeah if you're following sort of like the traditional um you know modality of the gene keys as taught by Richard Rudd you would definitely start at the life's work and sort of follow it um you'll see like there's a path that leads you through all of the green gene keys which are cool yeah your activation sequence and then it runs up the center which is called your venus sequence and then the um, pearl sequence at the end which is like the blue triangle so you can definitely follow them in order and what that does is it's like a beautiful unfolding that takes you sort of deeper and deeper and deeper into your your story really your story as a human being here and uncovering like truly what you're here to do and who you are um for me I you know I I've haven't worked through my profile that way I was I'm more intuitively called to the different aspects of the chart or profile depending on what it is that you know myself or my clients are trying to up level or they're focusing on healing so the you know the activation sequence I call it the gift path I've sort of nicknamed them so that they're like just like really simple um, language mm-hmm. those yeah those are the the green or partly green gene keys they form like the diamond on the outside of your profile and for those of you listening it looks like it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a circle with four green dots around the outside and then it's got six on the inside of that and one in the middle and they're not yeah. all green. Some of them are like colored in half one color and half another color. Yeah. But you'll have to look yours up if you're listening because it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like it's like sacred geometry or something, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like a little design. Um, so those are the four. So those are the four gene keys that make up the most outer shell of your personality. They say it's about 70% of your personality. So I kind of look at it like it's your sort of like your rising sign and your sun sign, let's say of your astrology profile, where it's like that outer shell of you. But truly, it's these are huge components of who you are. So the four of them together, they weave in to be your purpose in this lifetime. Um, and your purpose is really who you are um, in terms of the the way that the Gene Keys presents it at least, right? So these are the four pillars of you. They're your four strongest gifts to share with others. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking at your Gene Keys profile and you're not really sure where to start, the gift path or that activation sequence, the green Gene Keys or the partly green Gene Keys is the best place to start because it will have the most impact in pulling you into alignment. Often when someone is like way off track with these gene keys, whether they're living like really steeped in the shadow frequency of them, or it's almost like unrecognizable, um, they're like, wow, I like this doesn't feel like me at all. That generally speaking, that plays out in real life as like ruts, stagnation, mm-hmm. um, like really, really disconnected from path and purpose. And like that person will always feel that way. Um, so those four really pull you into alignment with who you are um cool so like next to all of them it says it'll have like three words and I'm obviously you know this but I'm just describing this for everybody that's listening that's trying to just like imagine what this looks like (laughs) (laughs) um there's three words next to each of the bubbles and there's like a little key at the bottom that says that each of the words represent like your essence, your creativity, and your challenge or your shadow. So there's like the city, the essence, the or the he rather, the gift, the creativity, and then the shadow or the challenge. So like next to my life's work one, it says the top word or the essence says invincibility and the creativity says determination. And then the shadow says... I think it says inertia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have the the ninth gene key. Yep, gene key nine in your life's work sphere. Okay, yeah. So 
this really is what I like fell in love with about the gene cue system is it has that frequency spectrum really central. And um, that's really, so that's what it's called a frequency spectrum where you can see the shadow is that first uh, word, which is inertia. The gift is determination. And then at the highest frequency possibility, it's called, it says invincibility. It's called the city. But I always uh, just um, encourage my clients and anyone who's interested in my work at least to like focus more on that gift frequency or sometimes I blend them together and just call them the high frequencies because at that highest frequency, it's the city and it's really when we've achieved this like enlightened state. So if we were really embodied in the city frequency of our profile, we likely wouldn't be human anymore. <laughs> or right. <laughs> So like, or it would be our last time on earth, right? Like we would just be like meditating in bliss all day and we wouldn't have right. more, like, more work vibrating at that own frequency, <laughs> like just one with the universe. Like <laughs> Exactly. We'd have no, no use for your Gene Keys profile anymore because it would be like irrelevant. You'd already be there. Um, so I, the, the gift frequency is a lot more human. Like it's a lot more workable. So um Jada, it's kind of funny just because of what we were talking about, like before we started, you started recording the podcast, but um, this gift, so in your life's work, it's it's your strongest gift to share and yours is actually determination. Um, that's, that's a gift. So it's really about um, this particular gene key is like about really un- understanding and embodying the the concept that life is very much like one foot in front of the other it's like baby Mm -hmm. steps and like the value of the baby steps in one consistent forward moving direction actually brings you to this like the place you want to be um and that's why it's called determination so it's this like forward motion it's about really paying attention to and like harnessing the small details of your day or of like whatever project you're working on and like focusing on those small details, knowing that they're going to be the foundation for the whole thing. Um, and will move you forward in a direction that's unstoppable, which is why the city is invincibility. So that's your gift. But as much as you hold that gift as a very strong part of you, right? This is the sun. So really when you're embodied in that gift frequency, other people are able to receive you um, because you're aligned with your authenticity. So you're really aligned with who you are. And so you like shine really bright to other people and they're able to recognize you. It has a lot to do with success, this placement too, um, because again, it is where the sun is when you're you're born. And so it's it's a success-oriented placement especially as it as it relates to work uh, which it does the life's work placement relates to career and service in the world as well so you have all of that potential but you know just as much it's like the same the opposite side of the same coin there is the potential for inertia so the shadow would exist in you as well which is more about and uh, the I Ching name so the 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 ancient name for this particular gene key when it when it was a it, well, it is part of the I Ching, as the the ninth hexagram of the I Ching. Not to get too like technical about it, but it's called the taming power of the small. So the shadow is really about like when you're the small details are kind of like running your show rather than you mm-hmm. taming the small right and like making them work for you. They may make you work for them. Ah, uh, like the like obsessing about details. Yeah, obsessing about details or like over fixating on things that are maybe not as important as, you know, they, they're seeming at the time, Um, or losing the other possibility is like losing kind of control of the small details as well, or and like having like super messy room or like super messy desk, or um, it can play out in a variety of ways. But um, yeah, it would be like an energy more that's like instead of moving forward baby steps, it would be like kind of that energy that like revolves in a circle. Mm. Well, it's like okay, now we're just kind of we're moving, but it's like in a circular fashion, right? Um, <laughs> instead of forward so I totally get what you're saying yeah like like 
it seemed like last year I was trying to figure out what where I wanted to go with my business and I was getting so caught up in what that looked like that I would just not end up not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like I would start to do something and then go back to square one and then start to do something else and then go back to square one. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah, and sound like it? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting you say that because the, the life's work sphere is connected to your sacral chakra. And so the shadow can be really tied to, you know, when you're looping sort of on that shadow frequency, it can be difficult to access that like creative flow and um, can really kind of cause ruts and stagnation in terms of like zapping that like life force from you where it's like we're not waking up in the morning like motivated to create or to do. It's kind of just like tiring to be in that Mm. place. Mm -hmm. Does that resonate? Yeah, like it definitely has gone back and forth to where there's times where it feels like I wake up and I'm like ready to do the thing. And then there are days where I sleep until nine o'clock and I don't meditate or do yoga in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's um, the I mean, the beautiful thing about the gene keys is like, those are those are parts of us and they're there for a reason. So it's like instead of us like beating ourselves up for you know, often when when I found the Gene Keys, my Gene Keys profile, I was like confronted. I was like, oh my God, all of the bad habits or shadows and like, you know, those like deeper places of myself that I I understood because I had done some heal, like quite a bit of healing work prior. But it was like all on this one piece of paper where I was like, whoa, you know, like, <laughs> um, but the cool thing about it is, I could see it as the other side of a very high frequency expression of me. So it was like, oh, wait a second. It's not just that I'm um, like controlling. That's one of my biggest shadows in my profile. It's just the lower frequency expression of a gift. So it would be the same for you, right? So it's not just like, oh, sometimes I lose track of my day and I can get into this place where I'm just like not moving forward. It's just it's just about harnessing the higher frequency. And the way we do that, um, especially through how I teach the Gene Keys, is diving into the shadow to learn what's behind that. So I always say like the how and the why that shadow comes to be and how it came to be, especially when we were younger. Um, so why do we lose track of time? Um, how does it happen? What does it mean for us? Like what are the limiting beliefs or the fears maybe behind that? Um, I'm just getting like the word procrastination now when we're just talking about the night gene cue where it's like there's a lot mm-hmm. that there's a lot that lives behind procrastination. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, maybe I can, maybe I'll just wait until I know how to do this perfectly. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then you never do it because you're just like waiting until your air quotes ready. But like waiting until you're ready is like the biggest lie that we tell ourselves, right? Because there's no teacher like oh, yeah. actual experience. You'll never, you'll never be ready, especially when it comes to business launching businesses owning businesses it's like you can't know everything that you will you will come up against Mm -hmm. do it at the time yeah 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 you just gotta go for it and like learn as you go but Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I do want to ask you too while I'm looking at this I know you said that the the decimal point is a little um, like deeper, but I'm really intrigued because it says that mine says fixer next to it. It's 9.5. It says fixer. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Does that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no. So you you have a five and it's the fifth gene key or the sorry, the fifth line in your life's work. So you've got a 9.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So those keywords, um, I think they're just there to <laughs> evoke sort of the expression of the line number in that particular placement. So anyone who has like a fifth line in the life's work sphere would have that like fixer keyword there. Um, I don't like fully vibe with all of that. Um, I do with some, but the reason why it says fixer is because the fifth 
line is um it's like a teacher energy it's a guide or a teacher energy so there's one to six those are the line potentials where the first line is like the most internal kind of expression of the gene key it's very it's like the foundational energy of what it is so wherever you see a first line like the point one in your gene keys profile those gene keys are really foundational to who you are and they often play out in this way where you're like really assessing the energy and like investigating the energy in a very internal way with you it's like super personal and then when you get to the fifth and sixth lines those are more transpersonal so it's more like okay we've understood that energy within ourselves, and we've experimented with it and we've bounced it off other people and it's like now we're stepping into like sharing it with others so the fifth line is like teacher or guide like energy so you know first of all having a fifth line there in general means that other people will see you and it's probably a very authentic expression of who you are to be a teacher or a guide um in terms of like yeah somebody who like you know stands maybe at the front of the room and is guiding others on a collective sense so like a group sort of energy hmm. yeah so the 9 the 9.5 is you know, sometimes it can come through where it's like something that you're teaching or something that you're um, actually embodying in like a very external or collective sense. So you may be like, not literally, but just like the energy of kind of like standing in front of others as an example or a guide and what that energy is holding. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so for those of you listening, this is literally just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> if you were helping a client, you said you have several different paths that you go through with clients. So like what are some of the big like breakthroughs or realizations that you either you've experienced or you've had clients experience just in knowing about their gene keys? Because hearing that is like I feel like you know when something's true like oh yeah when you it's like like for me reading a Don Miguel Ruiz book whenever I read Don Miguel Ruiz it feels like I'm reading stuff that I already know but it's like oh wow like hearing that from someone else is like feels like confirmation like this is like universal truth you know what I mean so anyways random little side note but what are some of the big um (laughs) what are some of the big breakthroughs that like you've had or you've had clients have just from knowing their gene keys oh my gosh yeah well anytime I work with a client the level of like you just express like that truth um, that gives you goosebumps or brings you to tears you know sometimes can make you cry just having yeah having somebody reiterate these things that you've already always felt and you've always known to be true just reflected back to you is just such a gift in itself. Um, You know, everyone who has a gene key session has a different intention. Um, Often um, for me, a lot of people love to work with me in terms of like, what are my gifts and purpose? And then, you know, how do I bring them through to work? So we would look at either, you know, the activation sequence, which is the, the green gene keys, or the pearl sequence, which are the blue gene keys, those are specific to like prosperity and fulfillment, and also how you're going to share your gifts with others through your service, so very career oriented. Um, and so, you know, with clients, often, especially with gene key sessions specifically, there's a level of confirmation that either they're on track or maybe they're off track and they're working like corporate job, but they're wanting to transition into something that feels more like them. And so we really narrow down the energies that would feel most correct. Um, because truly when you're embodying your gene keys profile, you you feel like you're on in alignment, you feel it right away and everything starts to flow a lot easier than like, almost trying to like paddle upstream it's like being able to actually catch that stream um but you know I always say the gene keys profile like a gene key session is just the beginning so often it provides this like 
beautiful confirmation of whatever the person is experiencing already or wanting to move towards. But there's a whole unfolding throughout life with your gene keys profile because it's a portal to your soul. So afterwards, I always encourage, you know, I send journal prompts and all of that kind of support that I have on my Instagram as well, where it's about diving into the shadow. So let's say, you know, somebody wanted to, or I can use myself as an example too, because I can give you real, um, some detailed information. So when yeah. I, <laughs> so when I was transitioning out of my corporate job, um, I was looking a lot again at like those elements of my Gene Keys profile as well, because I was really focused on my career um, and what I was going to do with service with in terms of service with, through my gifts. So I was looking at the culture sphere. So the culture sphere of your Gene Keys profile is really this like place that holds prosperity and fulfillment. And it's this place where it's like the way you fit into the fabric of society. Like if we're all this like big quilt of um, different energies, it's like, what place do you fill with the energy only you you can, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I have the eighth gene key there, uh, which is a very individual, almost eccentric, honestly, sometimes type of leadership. And it's like a leadership through doing and um the gift is style. So it's like really about going your own way and like carving your own path. And then the shadow is mediocrity. So it's like this, it's like not doing that, you know, it's, it's following. Right. Like, like working in a corporate job where your intuition is like, Hey girl, what are you doing? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So when I when I saw that, I thought, wow, okay, well, no wonder, um, you know, I ended up making good money. That wasn't the problem, but that fulfillment, like the deep fulfillment was, of course, not there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I could I'm see not saying why. your job was mediocre. I'm just, <laughs> saying, like, so, I'm just saying I could see where that's like the shadow of like your your career even. Totally. I mean, yeah, it's media mediocrity is more like, I mean, that could be style for somebody else, right? But it's like, it's like following the status quo and like, Mm. and not following your path. That's truly what it's about. So when I worked through, so for me, it was unpacking why, like, why, why do I choose to stay in this, these this expression of me, like, what is the fear that holds me back from stepping into the more of that, that expression of self that is like different, right? That's definitely going to draw attention because it's a little bit off the beaten path. And the eighth gene key really holds a fear of rejection. Oh, yeah, of course, right? To stand out, (laughs) to stand out, we have to be okay with not everyone being cool with it. Um, and so working through that shadow and being able to connect with the high frequencies has been extremely beneficial, of course, for my work. I wouldn't be doing what I do now if I, if I hadn't worked through that. So that's one specific example, but yeah, that's amazing though, that like your Gene Keys profile was able to show you like, okay, there's gonna be a challenge here and this is how I can kind of navigate it yeah absolutely it's very workable in that way um no matter what you're you're going through right because again like each of the spheres is a really specific aspect of your life um we haven't talked about the Venus sequence but it's the the red gene keys that run up through the heart of your profile and it's your Mm. whole it's your entire heart chakra oh wow yeah if you want to go on like a really deep healing journey oh my gosh like you flow through those and it's it's very powerful wow it's it's really interesting to me one of mine says intoxication (laughs) as like the the essence and that almost seems like to me I wouldn't connotate that or I wouldn't like think think of intoxication as like a good thing (laughs) which is the gene key uh it's on eq okay okay 56 
Okay, the 56th G&K, yeah. Okay, so the city is intoxication, yeah. So, oh, that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. There are some cities that are strange. There's a couple in there that are, like, can throw you off with the word. And some of the shadows, too, I find can be, like, either, like, really strong or maybe a word that is not that we don't associate with something like necessarily super negative. Um, but they're really just like keywords that sort of evoke the energy of the actual placement. Um, okay. Yeah. So with, with the 56 gene key, the gift is really about sharing, like there, it's a really strong gift of storytelling. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, it's a strong gift of storytelling, but in a way that's like actually beneficial to others through what you're saying. So it's like Mm. enriching to others. You're speaking about things from a high vibrational place that are really like um, hitting to the heart of who they are. And that's like essential for them to know in terms of uh, like who they who they are and how they're it's um, intentionally shared so that others can evolve forward. So it's shared from sort of an intentional place. Okay. yeah, and it's interesting you have it in the EQ sphere because the EQ sphere is the very emotional placement. It's um, It has to do with the time period between 7 to 14 when we develop emotionally, when we're sort of like little kids, but we're, we're coming to know that like people have feelings and we have feelings and um, getting acquainted with that, right? So we're really developing emotionally and the shadow of that particular gene key. And again, this is like part of the heart chakra. So it's like a story that we hold in the heart. Mm-hmm. And when, yeah, and when you're winding back to the EQ sphere, it's like you're starting to remove these like layers on top of your heart. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, like the the layers that we put on through conditioning over time that kind of take us away from who we really are, right? And, and our actual heart center and intuition. So this is like getting back to, to more of the truth of who you are. But the shadow frequency is really like this emotional defense mechanism that could come through. Um, sometimes it develops at that time, right, from 7 to 14, or as a result of things that occurred in life during that time. But it's really like what we take on to sort of like shield us from emotional pain, Um you know, either whether it's coming from like outside of us or we're like trying to turn away from like how we feel. Um, but that's really what the EQ sphere is all about. So working through the shadow there is like, so it's, it's storytelling or so it would be storytelling to yourself, maybe more in terms of the heart, the heart path. Um, storytelling to yourself that kind of distract you from the truth or the heart of a matter like I don't know why that made me think of like Pisces my moon sign is Pisces but like (laughs) it it makes me think of like kind of like daydreaming to distract yourself from what's actually happening 100% okay interesting it's interesting how deep all of these go yeah and and what's really fascinating to me like every single time is you know, you, you hold that jinky there and it just evokes something, you know, like a connection right away for you. And somebody else would say, oh, you know, like I, I, I've distracted my whole life through like uh, smoking weed or whatever. Right. You know, like, because, because we can numb or distract in a very variety of ways. Right. From it, but it's all with the intention of sort of covering up like the truth or the heart of the matter or what we are trying to not look at or see um Mm. so it plays out completely differently for everybody and um that's why it's like that personal journey so that's wow Mm -hmm. so even within the chart there are so many different I mean like I was saying before the the life's work one is really just the tip of the iceberg there's so many little paths that you can go on through this to go on different types of healing journeys and it's really interesting too like both of the things that you said resonated really deeply with me like the the life's work one kind of like how you were saying earlier how you felt like the gene keys kind of found you (laughs) like like that's not the first time on this podcast we've heard somebody say like this healing modality found me. Like, I feel like 
this thing found me, right? <laughs> and that's how it felt for me with yoga. And I am now teaching yoga to other people. And I teach workshops and all kinds of stuff where I'm up in front of people teaching. Oh, and that's under my life's purpose. Yes. And yeah. then same with the what you're saying with the heart chakra. Actually, when I was doing my yoga teacher training, I had a really big release from my heart chakra from something I was holding on to for a long, long time from when I was about 10 years old. So, wow. Yeah, it's really interesting to hear you say these <laughs> things and then they resonate so, so deeply. So, how exactly do you work with clients? You do, you like choose a path to go on and you help them move through that. And you also do something called psych psyche but that's probably a whole nother conversation yeah yeah um yeah I work with clients in a few different ways I kind of close the loop on um you know the whole process so I have gene key sessions available and those are just I like calling them freestyle sessions because they're sort of client-led and we just set the intention at the beginning of the session that whatever needs to because there's so much in the profile right like we, mm. wouldn't, we won't get to all of it, but we'll certainly get to the most relevant parts for you right now. So we set that intention that whatever comes forward is for the highest benefit for them, what they most need right now. And so, you know, usually there's an intention like, you know, I'm transitioning careers or, you know, what is my most aligned work? Like, how can I be more of service? What are my gifts? And then or, you know, with the heart healing that has a lot to do with like relationships and heightening intuition. So those are often like the big buckets. But as we just start kind of flowing through the the session, we just like dance around the profile and and paint this like just crazy picture of whatever needs to come forth for them right now to to hear um, so that they can get into alignment immediately, but then also have the tools to continue the healing and unpacking through journaling prompts and, you know, however that's going to unfold for them post-session. So there's always like that post-session integration period as well. Um, so gene key sessions, yeah, I do site K. So site K kind of comes in after or not necessarily after you don't necessarily need to be in, interested in the gene keys to benefit from site K, but site K is a subconscious healing modality. So, you know, if let's say, you know, Jada, you were like, I, I have these stories from the past that I can feel like on, on my heart and I need, I need some healing around, you know, whatever happened when I was young, where I just like didn't want to look at it till now. So like focusing on that distraction on me, we would dive into limiting beliefs and, and actually transmuting le uh, limiting subconscious beliefs and um, past pain or trauma that holds you back from, from the high frequencies of your gene keys profile or, or just in general, having a peaceful and aligned life. So Psyche K comes in to actually, because I always get, I mean, I used to get the question every single time, like after a session, it's like, okay, well, now I know what the shadow is. I feel myself there sometimes more often than I want to be. What can I do about it? So there's a whole range of things that you can do about it. But for me, the most potent healing modality I've come across is Psyche because it targets healing on a subconscious level. Um, and then I have a, a program that combines it all. <laughs> so nice. it's like yeah so if you're wanting like that full experience where it's like we're diving into your gene keys profile but we're also like you know going through the site k process to transmute what it is that we find um i put them together too awesome yeah. cool so i think something maybe a lot of people don't realize whenever they're going on these healing journeys and they're using healing modalities is something that you briefly said and that was the integration period we have that time where we're learning something and maybe you know you're looking at your gene keys profile for the first time that's one step and that's like maybe 20% of it and then the other 80% is learning how to really integrate it into your life and bring about lasting effects from it you know like even you know with plant medicine with 
yoga, with meditation, with anything, anytime you're having some kind of realization or learning a lesson, applying it into your life is like, that's the work. (laughs) Oh my God, completely. And I think we, we don't talk about that enough in, in our (laughs) space. Um, I find because it's like, especially like North American culture, it's like fast now, like, is it over with? Are we there yet? You know, but with healing and, you know, choosing this type of path of self-awareness is like, it unfolds like over time, you know, it unfolds in layers and allows us to deeper. There's no like point A to point B. Like a lot of people, especially in, you know, the coaching industry and the self-development world, there's this idea around like unhealed, healed, right? (laughs) But it's, it's so constant. You know what I mean? It's not something that's just like, oh, yeah, I healed that already. It's gone. Oh, yeah. Like maybe (laughs) maybe there are things that, you know, you move past and you grow from and you do feel like that part of you is healed. But it's still like a conscious effort to integrate the lessons that you've learned every single day. Like for me, gossip was and has been in the past a really difficult thing for me to consciously not do mm-hmm. because it's something that so many people bond over. So yeah. many people just want to sit around and talk about who they hate and who did what and who's dating who. And <laughs> I'm like, can we talk about ideas, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> but it can be so easy to just slip back into an old pattern because it's what feels comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. And those are like comfort loops too, right? It's mm-hmm. it's just um, it's the our ego goes there because it's just comfy, and uh, yeah, like you said, it's it's interesting too because when we heal, sort of a layer like on a real level where it's like, why do I, you know, why do I feel comfortable in a in gossip? Get to the root of that. It might kind of it, it's definitely healing, but then it can shift form a little bit right where it's like okay now I can see it happening but it's like playing out a little bit different so these shadows you know in your gene keys profile you can totally work through them I call you know the frequency spectrum a ladder because it's Mm -hmm. not yeah and again like we were you were saying like it's not a light switch it's not like there's one two three right even though there's three words there's like infinite level gradient (laughs) yeah it's like there's there's those three words and everything in between (laughs) exactly exactly and we can move up and down and we do depending on our mood and depending on the day but the goal is to take those sort of quantum leaps up I always say like you know we move like 20 rungs of the ladder up and now we like oscillate between five that are a little bit higher but we still have our we still have our lows and we still have our moments and heaven for you know bid something happen that we like you know we really shift down it can happen because we go through things that cause us to revert back or that challenge us and it's life and that comes with its own set of lessons because we're human and that's why we're here exactly (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for all this info jordan this has been a really enlightening conversation it was a lot of fun thank you for having me yeah, absolutely. So where can people find you? So my Instagram is jordan.cartarelli. Um, everything is linked through my Instagram. So you can go check that out. I share a lot of kind of like free information about the Gene Keys too, if you're interested. And um, I have a website, it's jordancartarelli.com. So those are the two main places you can find me. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to pop over to your favorite podcasting platform and write me a review. I would appreciate it so much. Also, 
If you would like to be part of a community of intuitives, starseeds, empaths, people who are here to help raise the vibration of the collective, people who are sensitive to other energy and get what you're going through, (laughs) pop over to Facebook and join the private Oracle Aura community. It's called Intuitive Souls Seeking Inner Peace. And every Saturday, I'll be hosting a self-care Saturday where we'll where we'll talk about different things like how to get grounded within your own energy, how to hold space for others, and all that good stuff. So again, that's Facebook, and the group is called Intuitive Souls Seeking Inner Peace. Thank you so much, guys. Namaste. Namaste.